Hey there, I'm so pumped to tell you about an amazing new community I've launched called Grief to Growth Circle Community. It's a space for people who are grieving to come together to support each other and for people who want to know who we are, why we're here, where we're going to have those conversations, all the things we talk about on the podcast. So I invite you to join me at grieftogrowth.com slash community to become part of this compassionate crew. The best part is 100% free. And you have access to me in addition to everybody else in the community. In fact, the podcast will be there so you can talk about the things we talk about in the podcast right there in the community. There's also some premium content if you want to go deeper in the work I'm doing, but mostly it's about building relationships and community and about sharing resources and supporting each other. So come on over and check it out. It's grieftogrowth.com slash community. I'll see you inside. Hey there, this is a special episode that's time sensitive. It's with my good friend, Becky Ostoclassen. And even though we're talking about Reiki, which is good at any time, there's a special offer that she's making for a free webinar coming up in March of 2023. You probably know that Reiki is good for physical healing. You may not know it's good for mental and spiritual healing as well, but it's also really good for afterlife communications, which I know interests a lot of my listeners. So enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, this is Brian. I'm back with another episode of Grief to Growth. And I've got with me today my good friend, uh, Rebecca Ostelklassen. I call her Becky. Uh, Becky is is awesome. You're going to really enjoy this episode with Becky. She's a super high energy person. She is an occupational therapist. She's a Reiki master. And she's an award-winning author of the book Change, Mas- Change Maker, How My Brother's Death Woke Up My Life. She's also an international speaker. Uh, Becky, today, we're going to be talking mostly about Reiki. She's practiced Reiki for over 25 years, and she's the first person to teach Reiki at every in-person American Occupational Therapist Annual Conference since 2015. So when it comes to Reiki, she knows what she's talking about. And that includes the upcoming 2023 conference in Kansas City, uh, Missouri, in April. She's also the first person to teach Reiki at the Annual International Association for Near-Death Studies that we all know as IANS Annual Conference each year since 2021, and she will be teaching at the IANS Conference again in um, Alexandria, Virginia in late, in late August. So in case you don't know, Reiki is a natural healing, energy healing modality, and it can actually be learned in one day. It reduces pain, stress, and anxiety, and it enhances after-death communication, which is why a lot of my listeners are interested in it. So that's all I'm going to read about Becky's bio. I want to introduce uh, everybody to Becky Ostoclassen. Oh, Brian, it is such a pleasure to be back with you again. I appreciate you so much. I love the work that you do. And thank you very much for asking me to talk about Reiki. Yeah, I, I, as I said, I'm always excited to have you back. I think this is the second or third time we've, we've done a podcast together. You and I have taught, you know, uh, I've taken some of your classes. We've done some, some things collaboratively. And when it comes to Reiki, I guess what I'd like to start with is so people just know what it is. I read a little bit, but let people know what Reiki is and how it can benefit them. Sure. Thank you again. And and everybody, thank you so much for being here. I've been doing Reiki, as you said, for over 25 years, and I'm an occupational therapist. And so the definition that I use for Reiki um, is a little bit medical. And so let me give you a thought. It is energy. So we have energy within us, around us. Everything's composed of energy. Any, everything natural is composed of energy. So, for example, if you go to the hospital and you have an EKG, that's a um, electrocardiogram. It's a Boston accent, even though I live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> you're going to hear me talking with a Boston accent. So, 
the EKG measures the beat of your heart. That's really energy. But in the United States, we don't call it energy. We says we say an EKG measures the beat of your heart. If you have an EEG, an electroencephalogram, that measures our brain waves. It's measuring the energy of the brain. Or if we hurt our arm and we have to have an MRI, a magnetic resonance image, what that does is it looks at the difference between healthy and impaired tissue or healthy and diseased tissue. What it's looking at is the energy differences between the health and the impairment of that particular issue. And so energy's all around us. And what Reiki does is it activates our own healing energy. It's not the Reiki practitioner that's doing the healing. They just funnel the energy. They just channel the energy from the universe to the person so that the person's own body can do the own, their own healing. Awesome. Thank you for that definition and, and, and what uh, what Reiki is. So how did you discover Reiki? How did you get into this? Thank you for asking. I had no idea there was even anything like Reiki until, gosh, it was 1996. My 37-year-old brother, David, passed. He passed to AIDS in 1995, and I couldn't understand it. It made no sense to me at all because I think everything in life is positive, and I could find nothing positive about the fact that my 37-year-old brother, David, passed. Mm -hmm. So for six weeks, I'm filled with grief. Can't understand it. Made no sense. I was depressed. It just, it just felt poor. Six weeks later, after my brother passed, I was riding a horse through a Christmas tree farm. And it was a beautiful day. David passed on October 1st, 1995. This was mid-November. We had just had our first frost and it was lovely. We had icicles hanging from the trees and rainbows sparkling. And I said, I opened my heart just a little because you, you know, Brian, when we're so filled with grief, most of the time we can't feel anything except for the grief. But I opened my heart just a little. And I said, thank you, universe, for a beautiful day. I closed my eyes. And there was my brother, David. Now, I was not psychic. I wasn't spiritual. I had never seen or heard of anything like this, but it was real. And he was in human form, wearing a black and red plaid flannel shirt, dungarees and sandals. And I started to talk with him and then realized within a second that I could send thought. He was great. I was fantastic. I looked to the right, and there were my grandparents, Abe and Bessie Dole from Wellesley, Massachusetts, holding hands like they always did. They had passed about 10 years ago. Beside them was one of David's best friends, Edward, who had passed about six months ago. Beside Edward was a friend of mine, Holly, who had passed 20 years ago from a motor vehicle accident. And the story goes on. Hmm. But it was the first time that I believed, truly believed that life was eternal. And I went to look for a teacher. I said, I've got to know how to communicate with my brother again. I found a shaman, whole lot of synchronicity about that. And uh, she happened to live in Reading, Pennsylvania, and she used Reiki. And so she used Reiki. I learned how to communicate with my brother. I still communicate with him to this day. And Reiki absolutely enhances our ability to communicate with our loved ones living beyond. Yeah, and that's something I didn't know until I learned it from you and I took your your Reiki course. Um, because I know a lot of people might say, Well, I'm not interested in becoming a Reiki practitioner. 
uh, in terms of healing people medically. And that's all I've ever heard of Reiki as being used for. But I think a lot of people would be a lot more interested in how I can use Reiki to communicate with people in, in spirit. You know, Brian, if you ask any Reiki master if they have had communication with spirits, I would be shocked if they said no. But people don't talk about it because, you know, it's a little considered far out. And so it's been very interesting. I absolutely talk about it all the time. And I, when I teach Reiki, I teach it a lot to medical professionals. And so I'm bringing that whole concept of Reiki to the medical professional realm. And what, are you, want, want me to tell you a little story about how, how this works as far as the yeah, after death communication? Yeah. So I was teaching it at the American Occupational Therapy Association annual conference, um, 2015, 2016, and then since then. In 2017, Duquesne University calls me up, and they're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And they said, hey, Beck, can you come and teach Reiki to our graduating occupational therapy students? We'd like to have you teach the whole class. And I said, yes, that would be awesome. They said, we've had a couple of our faculty attend your program, and we wanted to have it here. So the first, I, I, I walked into Duquesne University and I had already been there the day before because when I do in-person training, I like to set up the room very pretty and such. So I walked in and there were 44 occupational therapy students there. And I said, hi, I'm Becky Ostelkloss and I'm here to teach you Reiki. How many of you have, are familiar with Reiki? And Brian, not one person raised their hand. And I'm like, whoa, this is going to be sort of interesting. What Duquesne did uh, is the next day they partnered with the Pittsburgh chapter of um, occupational therapy. And so within one weekend, 70 people were trained in what's called Reiki level one. That's when you get your Reiki energy activated. Out of those 70 people, 20% had after-death communication experiences. Now, most of these had never even heard the word Reiki. 15 people receive communication from their deceased loved ones. And I thought, all right. Now, normally when I do it, I get a couple. But this time it was 15. And just on that concept, the next year I went to Lily Deal. And Lily Deal is Lily Deal, um, Pennsylvania. And it's the largest community of psychics and mediums in the country. And it's what's called the Spiritualist Assembly. Mm -hmm. First Spiritual Assembly. I think it started 18... I think it was 1890. And so there was a whole group of Reiki masters and myself, and we do a lot of work in hospice, and which is very lovely. It works very, very nicely. And so we went to Lily Deal. Lily Deal offers free Reiki every single day in the summer in their, what they call their healing temple. And I thought, okay, if Lily Deal is offering Reiki, and I had that incredible experience at Duquesne with 20% of 70 people having after-death communication. Reiki really does enhance after-death communication. The next year, I, I was honored, just honored to, to teach after-death communication at Lily Deal. And I certainly included a lot of Reiki concepts. So it, it really does work. And it's not just with me. You can take Reiki from anybody. And if you ask the Reiki master, do you think it enhances or facilitates after-death communication? I absolutely think you'll get a yes. Yeah. Well, you know, as you said, it's it's energy. And we know that we're all energy. And, and this the spirit world, as we call it, is is energetic, 
And it's a matter of aligning those energies to make that that connection is the way I, I kind of look at it now. It's almost like I think tuning a radio receiver, right? You've got to get tuned into that right frequency, uh, which certainly you've been able to do since that that spontaneous event you had with your brother David. Perfect, Brian. That was an excellent explanation. That's exactly what happen, happens. Um, Reiki raises our vibrational energetic awareness so that we can connect with all. Because as you said so beautifully, energy is connected. And so there's not much difference between our life here on Earth and life in the afterlife. And so Reiki raises our ability to connect with our loved ones by raising that vibra- vibrational energy. So, you know, I think a lot of us think of Reiki as kind of mystical and Eastern and, uh, you know, it must be hard to learn and take years to, to practice. So what's what's the process of learning Reiki? Oh, good question. I teach it in one day. In one day, you can learn Reiki. And what happens um, is that the first day you activate your Reiki energy. And it's a lovely little ceremony. It takes approximately one minute. And uh, it's what's called an attunement, an attunement to yourself, an attunement to your own Reiki energy. And then I immediately follow it up by um, three experiential sessions where you give and receive Reiki one-on-one so that you get to receive it from one person, then you send it back to that person. And you talk about it during both that times. And you can do this online, which is really quite interesting, or you can do it in person. The second day of Reiki, which you don't have to take, you you learn how to do Reiki in just one day. But the second day of Reiki, that's when you understand why and how it works. And we're so Again, biomechanical in, in our, in our world. It helps for our mind to understand now, how is it that this works? And so that second day is highly recommended, but you don't have to have it. And then that second day, at least for me, I do another three experiential sessions, one on one, where you actually practice receiving and sharing Reiki. And then it's up to you to continue it on your own. The first thing you learn, first thing you learn day one is self Reiki. And so Mm. you learn how to give yourself Reiki, because if we can help ourselves heal, we're much better uh, facilitators for helping others heal as well. Absolutely. And I I do want to interject here. I have taken the the workshop, the the two day workshop, and uh, it's it's incredible. You know, it's the having that experience, the one on one experiences that that we did. I think everybody, at least in the groups that I was in, we're kind of shocked. It's like, wow, there's something, there's something happening here. Um, when you were, when you were giving it and when you were receiving it and, and having that, that interaction really, I think helps to boost your confidence that is this, there's something actually, you know, something's happening. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, I'm testing out a new feature. I'd love to get your feedback on it. It's called Fan Mail, and you can send me a message right from the show notes of the podcast. So look for the link that says send me a text. You can ask a question for a future podcast. You can suggest a guest or just give me any feedback you want. Just remember, it is one way I can't text you back, and I will not have your name, your email address, or your phone number unless you include it in the message. Let me know what you think. It is incredible. 
it, and I love teaching it because it is such a pleasure to see people's awareness grow about their ability to help themselves heal. And by the end of the day, by the end of one day, you can tell the difference between one person's energy versus another person's energy and certainly how to help yourself heal as well. The trick of this whole thing is to keep practicing like to keep practicing. And I don't mean you have to do it all the time, but the more you practice, the better you get. And Brian, to have you attending there, it was so fun to have you in that class. It was really just a, a huge honor to have you there. Yeah. I, well, I, I was, like I said, I was glad, I was glad to be there. And it, it really, when people, again, I think people think of Reiki as like, okay, well, this is going to be, if someone's sick, I'm going to go to the hospital and lay hands on them or something. Um, but as you know, as you learn in the class, you can do Reiki on your dog. You can do Reiki on yourself if you're having you know, minor issues or just to raise your own energy level uh, and just to, to cleanse your own, you know, your own energy body. And these are all the things that you teach in the class. It is. Yes, that's exactly correct. And it's so fun to me um, when we're doing it online, for example, animals just come and the person who's receiving the Reiki, oh, I'm, they always say, oh, I'm so sorry, my dog's here, or my cat's here or whatever. And I'm like, don't worry, it's totally fine. That that animal knows that you're receiving or sharing Reiki and they want to receive it also. It mm -hmm. is quite fascinating. And, and, and you can see it like it actually is visible for uh, your awareness to expand and grow. And you can tell the difference between uh, before you had Reiki and after you had Reiki. It, it yeah. is, it's, a, it's a fun practice. And I, I know that you're teaching this to medical professionals. So I assume that there must be some, some research on Reiki that, you know, that Western minds can say, okay, well, this is real. Well, that's a very good question, Brian. And when I teach it to medical professionals, I also teach it to everybody. So my concentration is medical professionals. But until really until 2019, there were not, in my opinion, very good uh, re uh, Reiki research studies. But in 2019, a wonderful, what's called a large-scale uh, Reiki research study happened. And, and you all can get it. You can just search Google um, 2019 Dyer. That's one of the authors, D-Y-E-R, 2019 Dyer Large-Scale Reiki Study, R-E-I-K-I. So it's 2019 Dyer Large-Scale Reiki Study. And mm -hmm. so what happened was in... Um, and this was published in the American Journal of Complementary and Alternative Medicine. And so what happened was there was 1,411 people across the United States that received one session of Reiki. Reiki was provided across the United States by 99 Reiki masters, and they were all trained um, by the same organization. Uh, it's the organization that William Rand started called the International Center for Reiki Training. So you had some uh, commonality with how everybody was trained. Mm -hmm. Within one session, statistically significant results with a decrease in pain, anxiety, depression, and an increase in well-being occurred with a single session of Reiki. So that is really a nice study with 1,411 subjects receiving just one session of Reiki. 
Wow. Yeah, that's that's amazing. It, well, I don't know. I, I It used to be amazing to me. Now it's not so much anymore because I'm learning that this is normal. This is natural that we've been doing this type of healing for for thousands of years. Uh, and we've just gotten to this mentality now that if we don't take a pill or operate on somebody, we haven't done anything. Uh, I can't remember the exact study, but there was they were doing, I don't know if it was a study on prayer or intention, but they were actually uh, doing like uh they would not even do surgery on people like people that had knee pain and they would think they had surgery and they were as a, as a, as a placebo effect over and people were getting over their knee pain just because they were being, they were being prayed for. So this um, psychic stuff, we want to call it energy healing has been studied quite a bit, you know, not just Reiki specifically and, and proven to be effective. It is. And it's interesting that you chose knee pain because knee pain actually has responded very well to Reiki. And I had a um, right knee replacement in, gosh, I think it was 2019. And I had lots of Reiki being provided. And I got this at Bryn Mawr, Bryn Mawr Hospital, Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew that Bryn Mawr had Reiki uh, professionals uh, working there. And mm-hmm. so when I got this scheduled, I called, I called the hospital and said, could, could I please talk to someone that is involved with Reiki at your hospital? Well, Brian, they, this hospital has 44 Reiki practitioners that are all nurses and they provide time for nurses to provide Reiki during their nursing schedule. And they have some nice criteria, like you can't uh, it's it's for a whole a whole uh, like an eight hour period of time where a, a nurse that is working at Bryn Mawr will also provide Reiki, but they can't be a nurse before their session, you know, before their time of of providing Reiki, nor after. They you want to be a dedicated Reiki practitioner during that time. Mm. So after I had my my total knee replacement the next day, nine o'clock knock on the door. I was, you know, still in the hospital and uh, it was the Reiki nurse and she gave me a half hour Reiki session. And I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. I, I had, I gave myself Reiki every single day. Traditionally with a total knee replacement, it takes anywhere from two to three months where you're fully independent. I was fully independent walking with no support in five weeks. Wow. So it's, uh, I attribute that I attribute it to Reiki. I mean, I mm-hmm. worked this thing, but it, it, uh, you know, it works. It's amazing. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. So, um, for someone who wants to, learn more about Reiki before they commit to actually taking a course and getting certified, what would you recommend? Sure. It's a good question. I'm teaching a uh, free webinar and it's being done on Saturday, February 25th from 1 to 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. And it's free and it's called Reiki Works. And Brian, you've got the link and it'd be great fun to to have some of your folks attend this free webinar. And what happens is we talk about three main principles of Reiki. And then during that time, I introduce the Reiki Immersion Online Program. And these are additional one day. Now you do pay, you do pay to become a, a Reiki practitioner. You get a certificate and, and these are, uh, as a matter of fact, they're approved by the National Board for Certification in Occupational Therapy for 6.0 contact hours for each class. Mm-hmm. So we have lots of medical professionals, OTs, and anybody that's interested in coming. But anyway, during this free webinar, Reiki Works, I introduce the 
the certificate provided one day Reiki training course called Reiki Immersion Online. And the way I do that is that's going to be held on Saturday, March 25th is Reiki Level 1. And that's where you get your Reiki energy activated. Plus you learn self-Reiki and you have these three experiential sessions. And then the very next day on Sunday, and so that's March 26th. I just want to make sure. Yep, March 26th, mm-hmm. um, 2023. That's when you learn how and why Reiki works. You learn additional sound healing concepts that work very nicely with Reiki. We talk about crystals and you have three more experiential one-on-one sessions. And I use Zoom breakout rooms and with just two people in a room. So it works very, very well. And my recommended way to learn Reiki is to first take Reiki level one. And if you can immediately take Reiki level two, because that's all you need. You don't need anything else, but if you can only take one, just do that. And so that's what, that is what happens on, on the free webinar Reiki works on February 25th, 2023. Yeah, absolutely. And um, again, I've, I've, I've had the experience of going through it. People might question, well, how does it work? remotely and, and sometimes you know we have these questions and you and i kind of smile because we know absolutely energy is energy you can do it from anywhere um but yeah the 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 course was it's is super effective it's a lot of fun you people anybody listening you can tell becky's a lot of fun uh, <laughs> she brings that that energy to it and the the experience you know I, I don't i've never taken reiki from anybody else but i loved the the breakout rooms as much as anything else and being there with other people that were we're all like getting wide eyed, like what what the experience was, and it is, I'm sorry, keep going. No, well, I want to also just point out it's not just for professionals; it's not just for people who want to do it for for money. And I found out recently that a lot of people have taken Reiki and and just do it on themselves and their family. Yes, it works for yourself, family, friends, clients, colleagues, animals, even even uh, plants. It's it's absolutely fantastic. People ask me, they say, why does online Reiki work? And and quite frankly, I wasn't a big fan of online Reiki until we had this whole COVID uh, production. And sure. I had all my classes, in-person classes canceled. And I'm like, wow, this is really sort of interesting. Now what's going to happen? And so I started doing Reiki um, online. And I had done a little bit, but one of the very first times that I did a Reiki treatment session online what happens is you beam the energy. So I mm-hmm. beam the energy to the person if it's, if I can see them. Now you don't have to do it in person, but I was doing it, you know, Zoom so I can actually see the person. And about um, 20 minutes into this session, the woman who I'd never met before, um, it felt like she had a pain in her right knee. And so I sent her healing Reiki. Her body is the one that does the own healing. And after about mm, four to five minutes, the pain went away. And so I write down on my yellow pad, which I always have, always have these yellow pads, um, pain in right knee. Mm -hmm. About five minutes later, it felt like she was receiving the energy so well. It really seemed like she was levitating above the bed because we were doing this in her in her bedroom and she had set the screen so that I could see her. It felt hmm. like she was levitating above the bed. So we finished this session about 45 minutes and uh, I said, how are you doing? And she goes, well, Becky, I didn't tell you this when we started, but I had a pain in my right knee and I held up my yellow pad and where it said right knee pain. And I said, well, how are you feeling emotionally? And she said, 
I felt like I was dancing on Aya. And I held up that yellow pad again that said levitating above the bed. And at that point, I thought, okay, yes, Mm -hmm. Reiki absolutely can not only be taught, but experienced online. And using the Zoom breakout rooms, like that absolutely works. Because in the past, I had a fair amount of people come and take my in-person classes, but they'd already had online. And I'm like, why are you doing this again? And they said, I want to be able to experience it. But with Reiki, in Reiki level two, you learn long distance healing, which as you mentioned, is very similar to prayer. You know, it's thought and thought Mm -hmm. has energy. And so you're sending long distance energy through the internet, or you're sending long distance energy just by being quiet and focusing and being mindful and sending your, your Reiki, your Reiki energy, your Reiki healing energy to that person. And it works. Yeah. And and the thing is, from a scientific perspective, if you want to call it that, we know in spirit, there is no there is no time or distance. So everything is, is instantaneous. So we we marvel at the fact that Reiki works long distance. It's there is no there, you know, mediumship we know works over over the Internet and thought is. Uh, you know, there's some debate. Does thought travel faster than the speed of sound? And I think it. I think it's instantaneous. I think thought does travel faster than the speed of sound. So the distance doesn't make a difference. And it's and it's cool because when you're doing the beaming thing, you can feel the energy coming out of your hands. You know, it, it's weird. It's kind of it's kind of wild. Brian, you are so fun and you're so smart. I love that concept that there is no time. And you know, being an OT, we have 30 minute sessions traditionally. And so I'm like, how can there be no time like that took me years to try to figure out. But if we live eternally, which I absolutely positively without a doubt, recognize and understand and accept we do live eternally, we are eternal beings. So therefore, time is just a construct Mm -hmm. here on Earth. Like there is no time. So yes, we can beam that energy because there's no time. And we can send love to our loved ones at any time because there's no time. So awesome. yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I will do. I'll put in the in the notes uh, links to to the webinar and to the class itself. Uh, I'm also going to set up a page on my website, so it'll be grieftogrowth.com/slash reiki. You can go there, and the links will be there as well. Um, as Becky said, the the webinar itself is free. So you can go there, learn more about Reiki, decide whether you, you want to take the course or not, which is definitely worthwhile, even if you're not planning on becoming a, a practicing, you know, Reiki master. Um, and I took it, I guess it's been it's been a couple of years ago, I think now. And I, I plan to take it again. It's great. It's I, I would love to have you and or your followers, you've already taken it. But if people have taken Reiki in the past and want a refresher, it works really well as a refresher. You know, sometimes when I say all of this, I think people are going to think I'm nuts, but it actually works. And I'm really pleased that for the last couple of years when I've done Reiki immersion online, I always do an end of the day Zoom poll and it's blind. Like people don't know what anybody else is saying. And we Mm -hmm. are averaging 98% excellent, very good effectiveness for all the Reiki trainings. And so it, you know, it is an effective modality to decrease stress, pain, anxiety, and increase your sense of well-being. It's really quite effective. And Brian, thank you so much for having me talk about it. 
I, I love having you here. And, you know, you are, people can tell you're a very down to earth person. You're, you're an occupational therapist. You're rational, rationally minded. And, you know, a lot of us that are rationally minded, we almost feel like we have to apologize for <laughs> believing in the afterlife, for believing in things like Reiki, because this, the materialist mindset has taken such a hold over our society. I was just talking with a, a client yesterday, and the guy goes, I really like you because you're, you know, you're rational and I, I really want to believe this stuff, but it's not scientific. And I, I, I push back against that. It is scientific. It has been studied. There are, there are peer reviewed studies about energy healing and, and, uh, psi phenomenon and, and all of this stuff. And we need to stop letting people make us feel timid about, about believing it. Well said. I totally agree. And not only are there studies about Reiki and complementary modalities, there's the Bigelow Awards where they actually prove scientifically that the afterlife is real. It really is a very interesting time for us to, to be living on this world and using Reiki for ourselves to help us heal during the chaos that we're experiencing these days and, and helping others heal is absolutely a, a very easy way to help our lives in improve. So Brian, again, thank you for being totally awesome. I enjoy you and your followers immensely. Becky, thanks for being here. Enjoy the rest of your day. Lots of love to you always and forever. Thank you very much. Hey there, if you like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you liked. If you didn't like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you didn't like. Go to grieftogrowth.com slash community and look for talk about the podcast. I'll see you there.